Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. Hey, boutique owner, are you ready to go from drowning in busy work to dreaming about the future? Simple Strategies Group creates automated marketing systems that work 24-7 so you do not have to. And you know how important I tell you it is to have automated, simplified systems. And that's why you need to get a hold of Liz. Liz Whitehead is a certified Clavio Master Silver Partner as well as a certified Postscript Partner. She knows her stuff. She works with e-commerce product-based businesses to implement email and text marketing strategies that build trust and nurture your customer relationships. She wants to do this for you so that you can start to focus on the front lines of your boutique business. So visit simplestrategiesgroup.com for more info. That's simplestrategiesgroup.com. All right, so my name is Sierra. If you're new to the group here, my name is Sierra. I'm the founder of the Boutique Workshop, and it's my goal to help boutique owners just like you take complicated tasks and break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps that you can take and implement in your business today. I think it's all about the bite-sized actionable steps because we can gain a lot of information, we can listen to a lot of podcasts, we can do a lot of courses, we can fill out a lot of workbooks and worksheets, but if we don't know how to take bite-sized actionable steps so that we keep moving forward one step at a time, we're just going to stay where we have always been or we might even make our way backwards a little bit. And so I like to help boutique owners with simple trainings that give them bite-sized actionable steps. It's what I do, I love it, and I'm super glad that you guys are here. Today, here in the Boutique Collective, we're gonna talk about coaches versus mentors. So um, last, I, I don't know, it's probably a week and a half ago, I posted and asked you guys if you had a mentor, and if you did have a mentor, how you found them, how you work with them, if you didn't have a mentor, if you've always wanted one, I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts and know what was going on um, when it came to mentorship. And I would say overwhelmingly, almost 100%, I didn't do an actual um, Excel sheet on this, so I can't give you exact data, but I wanna say almost 100% of you said that you do not have a mentor, you would love to have one. And then I dug deeper a little bit with each of you and said, okay, if you wanna have a mentor, tell me what you would do with them. Tell me what that relationship would look like. Tell me what you would wanna get out of it. And it was interesting seeing some of the responses and answers with that as well. So, hi, Brianna. So that is what we're gonna talk about today, mentorship versus a coach. So having a mentor versus a coach, what is the difference? what benefits um, go along with each of those things, what you be, should be thinking about, looking out for, and then how do you find a mentor? Um, where do you find them? How do you find them? What makes a good mentor? And, and I'm gonna talk about what makes a good mentee. So if you're the mentee, if you have a mentor, what makes you a good mentee so that you can actually learn, absorb, and maximize that relationship that you have with your mentor? So that's what we're gonna be talking about today. So let's compare a little bit a coach versus a mentor because I think this was, is really important thing to remember. So a coach is paid and a mentor is free. So a mentor relationship, mentor, mentee, when you have a mentor, 
that's a, a free relationship, right? A coaching relationship is a paid relationship. So there's a difference there. Um, usually a coach specializes in something in particular. So a coach will specialize in something in particular to help you with, where a mentor is more of a, a person who has experience in the industry you're in, or in, you know, if you're a small business owner, a, a mentor would have small business experience. If you find a mentor as a mom, maybe you want to have a mentor that can help you um, as you're a young mom and you're just starting, or maybe you want a marriage mentor, someone that can really speak into your marriage life, or um, maybe it is for your boutique, you want a mentor. A mentor is someone that just has general experience in the industry or in the area or in the stage of life that you're in. Okay, so a coach is paid, a mentor is free, a coach usually specializes in something very particular, and I would, <laughs> little side note here, if your coach or someone that you're thinking about coaching you does not specialize in something in particular, I would be really hesitant. So in any coaching relationship, you should have a coach that specializes in something in particular that you need help with. So not, I'm a small business coach and I coach all small businesses on all small business things. While it's sometimes okay to have that general approach to things, typically when you're paying someone for a coaching relationship, you want someone that specializes in what you need to be working on. So I'm a coach that specializes in all things profitability, numbers, budgeting, buying, right? So my specialty would be around anything that's numbers related. I don't coach on marketing. I don't coach on mindset. While I might bring some of those elements into my coaching conversations with my clients, I specialize in number-related um, projects, right? So if you want to be a more profitable boutique, if you wanna create a strategy plan, if you wanna grow from A and you wanna be at B by the end of the month, um, if you wanna create sales goals, or if you wanna really dig into your financials, those would be things that I specialize in. So a coach usually specializes in something, whereas a mentor is gonna be someone who is generally um, uh, more experienced than you than e in either your industry or in the life stage that you're in, okay? Um, a coach is someone who helps you build a strategy. This is really important, so think about this, okay? A coach is someone who helps you build a strategy, whereas a mentor is someone who helps you think critically about opportunities and experiences, okay? Does that make sense? A coach is gonna help you think strategically. Okay, Sierra, I'm your coach. Here's where you are, here's where we need you to be. Let's create a strategic plan. Even if you work with a coach that's like a mindset coach, same thing, right? Here's where your mindset is today, Sierra. Here's where we know we want your mindset to be. If we can get your mindset down the road and we can get your mindset over here, then this will happen, X, Y, Z will happen. And so because I'm your coach, I'm gonna help you build a strategic plan to get from here to there, okay? A mentor is gonna be someone who helps you think critically about experiences, opportunities. So this would be someone who would say, okay, Sierra, while I wasn't a boutique owner myself, you know, this is some things that I thought about as a boutique or as a small business owner. Um, here's some resources I use. Have you ever read this book? I'm just gonna be a listening ear. So a coach helps you build a strategic plan. A mentor is someone who's gonna listen and gonna help you um, sort through some opportunities and experiences, okay? So there's kind of the contrast between what a coach is and what a mentor is. They're two very different things. 
Most often, your coach isn't necessarily going to be your mentor, right? A lot of times a mentor has a bit of a friendship um, connotation to it. So that doesn't mean that your coach isn't gonna be your friend, but your coach is gonna be someone who says, I know that that sounds good to you, but let's really think about that, okay? And they're not gonna be a yes person. A mentor is not necessarily gonna be a yes person either, but it may be more of a friendship element to it. So just, you know, I'll be your sounding board. I'll be someone that you can call once a month, you can bounce ideas off of, and I'll direct you, you know, maybe you should think about this. Have you ever thought about that? You should read this book, okay? That's the difference between the coach and a mentor. All right, so before we talk about how to be a good mentee, I wanna talk about where you find a mentor, okay? So I have lots of experience with mentors and it's been phenomenal. My mentorships have been amazing. I have not been a mentor to hundreds and you know dozens of people, but I have had many mentors. So I've been on the mentee side of it. So how do you find a mentor? Well, just like anything in life, just like anything in business, they're not gonna just show up on your doorstep. They're not gonna just come to you, okay? Most often a mentor is ahead of you in experience for sure, but also in their stage of life, right? So you might have a mentor who is a retired business person. You might have a mentor who's a very successful business person and they, they step outside of their daily duties. So they're not in the same place in small business that you are right now, but they have been. So a mentor is going to have extra time on their hands most often. And that's why they dedicate this time to you with a mentor mentee relationship. So how do you find a mentor? They're not gonna just show up on your doorstep. A good mentor, someone who would make a good mentor is not gonna just show up you know, one day in your small business and say, hey, you have an amazing small business. I know there's potential. Can I please mentor you? That's just not going to happen. So just like anything in life or in small business that you want to happen, you set a goal for it. So how do you find a mentor? First of all, you make it a goal to find a mentor. Okay, you make that a goal, you write it down, you ensure that that actually happens. So when I made that post about, do you have a mentor? Have you had a mentor? So many of you were like, this is a goal. I would love this. I would love a mentor. Um, I want you, if you posted there in that, in that little feed um, question, which some of you I think are watching today, take it a step for, for um, take it a step further. You know that I always trip over my tongue. Hi, Beth. Um, take it a step for, further and make it a reality. If you know that you need, or you know that you want a mentor, then go find one, okay? This is the coach speaking. <laughs> this is not the nice, friendly mentor speaking. This is the coach speaking. If you want one, go find one, okay? How do you find a mentor? You do not wait for them to come to you. You go find one. So I'm gonna give you some examples of how I found some good mentors. My first mentor that I'm gonna give you an example of, Mary Kennedy. All right, so when I was in retail, I built my retail business into a franchise, so we had multiple stores around the country, and every spring, I think it was February or so, we would head to wherever the local or the national uh, franchise convention was going to be. So most often it was in Vegas. I think they kind of alternated. Um, but this particular year, it was in Vegas. Okay, and so there's thousands and thousands of people. I mean, there's Baskin Robbins franchisees, there's Arby's franchisees, there's McDonald's. I met with the, the um, international um, president of international sales for McDonald's, okay? So there's 
major players at this convention. I want to set the stage for you guys so you know this was not a room of 50 people. This was not a teeny tiny convention where I knew all of the, the names, I'd met everyone. This was a convention with big players, big names, lots of money, and thousands of people in attendance. Okay, so one morning I went to one of the the breakout sessions, okay, or the little mini seminars. So, you know, you get the program, you guys have been to conventions before, you get the program and you have like five different things to choose from after the general session. So I chose the financial, big surprise there, I chose the financial class. So they were gonna talk about how to benchmark, how to, um, you know, best practices amongst your franchising peers, how to create collaboration groups um, all around financial concepts. So I was like, this is perfect, I love it. So I jumped into that class. There was probably maybe 150 in there, okay? Because there's all these breakout session classes all over um, the big conference center in Vegas. And so there's maybe 150, maybe 200. The room was full. And there was a panel up front, a panel of experts. So I believe there were five experts. I can't, don't quote me on that, but I think there was a panel of five. Um, four men and one woman. And these were all leaders in their industry. So these were presidents, these were CEOs, these were COOs, these were people who are movers and shakers. They knew what they were doing. They were much, much, much smarter than I was, <laughs> okay? So they're up in the front and I listened to the entire one hour talk and then there were questions and things like that. Um, and as we made our through, way through this class, I had my eye on Mary Thompson because I loved the way she communicated I felt like she um, was in a great position to give me really good advice for what I was going to be walking into, what I was gonna start working on with my franchisees. Um, I loved the experience she had. I loved her style. Um, I just loved everything about her. She wasn't warm and fuzzy, okay? I could tell that she was hardcore. In fact, she was a Marine, so um, she could definitely make you toe the line, but I just really liked, there was something about her I just really liked. And so after the class was done, I went up to Mary, I stood in line be behind other people, and when I had a chance to speak to her, I said, hey, my name is Sierra, here's the concept that I franchise, I'm an emerging franchisor, would you be willing to give me 30 minutes of your time, I have two to three questions I'd like to ask you, okay? So number one, you seek out your mentor. You know you need a mentor, you make a goal for it, and then you seek it out. Who do I see in my sphere of influence? Who do I see in my industry? Who do I see in my community that is 10 steps ahead of me, that has the same culture um, kind of style, has the same communication style, and that I would really like to learn from? That's what you do next. And then you approach and you ask. And I wanna give you a couple um, just tips, tidbits on asking for a mentor. Remember, these are people who have been there, done that. They are you know, advanced in their careers most often, and they don't have time to waste. So it's really important that you are prepared with your ask, that you are very prepared and very clear on your ask, and that you're very kind and considerate. So I took my time, I waited in line, I followed the process, and then when I came to Mary, I was very specific in my ask of her. It wasn't, hey, I'm really looking for a mentor, would you be willing to mentor me? Most likely, she would have said, I'm sorry, you know, my schedule's full, I don't have time, thank you for asking, but that's not really a good fit, right? Instead, I went up to her and I said, hi, here's who I am, here's what I'm working on, here's my ask. 
if I was very respectful, if I honored your time, if I brought you two to three questions, would you give me 30 minutes of your time? And what did Mary do? Mary said, absolutely. Here's my card. Send me an email. Remind me who you are, whatever the process was. Okay. So how do you find a mentor? You set a goal for one. You set up your parameters of who you're looking for. You look around you, you observe in your industry, you observe in your community, you observe in your social circles, who would be a good mentor. Then you prepare your ask and you go and ask them. So you come prepared and respectful of that time. All right, so that kind of brings me to, so anyway, I should tell you. So Mary has stayed a mentor with me for over, it's probably been 10 years now. Um, I still connect with her probably once every six months. I'll send her an email and say, Mary, here are the three things that I'm really working through. Would you give me 30 minutes of your time? Could I book a call? Can I jump on a call with you? And she'll always say yes. I honor the time when I get there. I respect her, her time by sending the questions ahead of time and we've kept that relationship going. Um, other mentors I have, SCORE. I'll drop that in the comments here. Um, actually, Emily, if you can just type it in, then I won't forget. It's uh, S-C-O-R-E.org, SCORE.org. It's a government um, subsidized program that's phenomenal. When I started my first boutique, my first mentor was Larry, who's actually in this group. He's not watching today, but he was my SCORE mentor. So um, SCORE mentors are a group of retired business men and women from all over the country that work specifically with small business owners in a mentorship relationship. It's a free program. You can go to score.org and you can type in where you're at. Um, you can filter what you're looking for, what industry you're in, and they'll match you up with a mentor. So Larry was my mentor. I would ask him a ton of questions. We would set up appointments. He's followed me all through the life of my small business and it's been such a pleasure. So that's another opportunity and area for you to find a mentor. All right, so how do you be a good mentee? How, how are you positioning yourself to be a good mentee? Because this is super important to me. I don't want any one of us in here to be that person that always asks for help, but doesn't come halfway, right? That doesn't meet our mentor or meet that other person halfway. So in order for a mentor and a mentee relationship to work, you need to be a good mentee because you're gonna connect with really smart, really intelligent, really amazing people. They can't do the work for you and they can't really help you if you don't meet them halfway and prepare and prep them for the conversation. So how are you a good mentee? Number one, super important, respect their time. So I learned this, um, I was listening to a podcast, I think, many years ago, so it might not even been a podcast because I don't know when podcasts started, but it was quite a while ago. It could have been a recording um, of something from John Maxwell. And John Maxwell was talking about how he really wanted to connect with someone in the sports arena um, to ask them about leadership. And I love, this has stayed with me. So he prepared his questions and he went to that potential mentor and said, here's what I'm looking for. I would love 60 minutes of your time. I will prepare my questions. I'll send them to you ahead of time. I will honor your time. I will show up on time. I will stop the call on time. Would you be willing to work with me? I loved that he mentioned that. And so um, in all of my mentor-mentee relationships, I've really worked to be respectful. And that's something that makes a really good mentee. So if you are looking for a mentor, be respectful of their time. If you ask for 30 minutes, do not keep them on the phone or at the coffee shop or in line longer than 30 minutes, right? Be respectful. They're donating their time to you. They're giving advice to you for free. Be respectful of their time. 
come prepared and help them be prepared. So mentors, again, they're farther along most likely in their life or in their business experience, they don't have time to do research for you before the call. So if you can send them an email and say, hey Mary, this is what I do with her. Mary, this is my problem I'm trying to solve. Here's two questions I have for you around this problem. Would you be you know, willing to book another call with me? Okay, so honor their time and then really respect them by helping them know what you want that conversation to look like. And those things will set you up for a great mentor-mentee relationship. A coach, okay? So we talked about coaching, we talked about mentorship, and we talked about the difference. So how is this different than a coach? Remember, I mentioned that with a coach, you um, a coach helps you strategize, where a mentor is gonna be more of life experiences, listening to your experiences, listening and offering you opportunities, okay? Ways to think about things, ways to digest a problem. They're gonna be at that sounding board for you. A coach helps you strategize. So I love this. I can't remember which one of my clients said this. I wish I could. So if you're on here and you said it, kudos to you. Raise your hand. I can't remember who said this to me. Um, but I asked one of my coaches when I was, or my clients, um, right when she was signing up, like, why do you feel like you need a coach? And she said, Michael Jordan was not Michael Jordan because he was Michael Jordan. He was Michael Jordan because of Phil Jackson. And I was like, that is brilliant. I want to quote that, but now I can't remember who said it. But I loved that, right? So why do you need a mentor? Because you need someone that's ahead of your experience in life, someone that you can go to, that sounding board, that relationship person. Why do you need a coach? Because you want someone that can help you strategize. So those are the differences in a mentor and in a coaching relationship, okay? Does that make sense? Hopefully that helped clear um, clear some things up for you guys as you were listening today. I know we had such an awesome thread going on with um, so many of you looking for a mentor. I would say that every single one of you could go out and find a mentor within the next quarter if you committed to it. There should not be one person in this group who says, I really want a mentor. And then when I check back in with you in six months, you're like, I'd really love a mentor. Go find one. Okay, set it as a goal, put a time frame on it, put the parameters around who you'd like as a mentor, who would be a good mentor for you in life or in business experience, and then start asking, right? Just like anything else in small business, we have to ask multiple times to get a yes. We have to fall down a lot of times to stand back up and grow. We have to keep moving forward in order to build that momentum. And so you might ask people to be a mentor for you, and they may say, no, I'm sorry, I'm too busy. Thank you for the ask, that's so flattering, but I just can't right now. But if you never ask, you're never gonna get a mentor. And I have multiple mentors, Steve Murphy, Larry Tesler, Mary Kennedy, Shannon Wilburn. I have, I bet I have a half a dozen mentors um, that I could shoot an email to today that are much more intelligent than I am um, that would be willing to have that 30 minute call. And that's what I want for you guys. I want you to have a Rolodex by the end of your business life as you're making your way to your next um, your next journey or whatever you do after your boutique business or maybe the next phase in your boutique business, I want you to have a Rolodex of mentors that you can rely on and that you can connect with. That being said, as you have those mentor-mentee relationships, continually think, 
one day when it's my turn, how can I be a good mentor to someone else, right? How can I pay it forward after my turn is up? After all of these people had filled my bucket and ministered to me, how can I then turn around and serve my community um, in the way that I've been served? So constantly be thinking about that as you're working with your mentors as well. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.